How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's how talented these guys are. I mean, look. Devontae Adams is on a new team and Tyree Kills on a new team. Those have probably been the two best wide receivers over the last three or four years in totality. I mean, they've been both mm-hmm. extremely productive and obviously their new contracts show that. Um, four years, $120 million for Tyree Kill. Look at what Miami gave up to get him. A first, a second, two fourths, and a sixth. That's even more than Green Bay got for Devontae Adams, I'm sure Green Bay's kicking itself saying, geez, we could have got even more than a first and a second for Devontae Adams. But yeah, now Miami's in play. You've got Jalen Waddle, so that's a scary duo of wide receivers. The only unfortunate mm-hmm. thing is you've got Tua throwing him the football. Yeah. And, and I'm not I'm not a big fan of Tua, so I don't know how he's going to maximize their talents, except he, he's accurate. He can get the ball to those guys in space. And they can create a lot of yards after catch. Well, I, I felt like uh, I felt like Jim Carrey from Liar Liar when he was in the courtroom, <laughs> and he does, and he and he yells Liar, you know, uh, uh, when Tyree Kill says yes yesterday that Ty, uh, uh, two was the most accurate quarterback in the league. I, I almost spit out whatever the hell I was drinking. I don't even remember. <laughs> I almost I, again. I, I mean, I understand. You look, he's 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 pumping up his quarterback. I get it. I'm not going to fault him for that. But one, no. He is not the most accurate quarterback in the league. But two, maybe this speaks volumes about the accuracy of his former quarterback. And, you know, that that was that, you know, that's been kind of one of the I guess my biggest knock on him is his inconsistent accuracy. Um, Mm -hmm. He's very consistently inconsistent. Let's put it that way. And he did benefit a lot from. You know, guys like Tyreek Hill. So maybe Tua does benefit greatly from that. I mean, and again, adding a receiver of, of Tyreek Hill's ilk obviously is going to make uh, your quarterback better. Uh, but th- there's a certain level of responsibility to, that now, <clears throat> excuse me, falls on Tua's shoulders because 
you know, there, there's no more excuses. Like, he has talent around him, and I'm with you. I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest Tua fan. Um, you know, it's like, uh, you know, people are putting out the graphics of the wide receivers, and my first thought is like, well, who's throwing to him, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, look, I, I, you know, the rumor was that the Jets and the Chiefs were originally, um, you know, discussing a trade. And, and look, I'll t- I like I, I, I would take Zach Wilson over Tua right now. Now, again, neither of them are sure things. And I'm, I'm basing, you know, a lot of this on still that level of uncertainty when it comes to what Zach Wilson's going to be. I kind of feel like we're seeing or we've already seen what Tua is. And it's not just like the physical limitations, but we're, you know, it's, it's, you know, I, I, there's, I, I just don't know. I've I've never been a big fan of his game. I I thought it was a little bit overhyped coming into the league, the whole tank for Tua thing. I mean, that, that seems like a a distant memory. Um, No, actually, no, not really for the Dolphins because (laughs) let's, let's, let's not forget that they are still, um, being looked at for uh, reportedly, uh, you know, offering Brian Flores money to tank games. But uh, look, I mean, this 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 makes Miami stronger. Um, I still think Buffalo is clearly the best team in the division because, again, I have no clue what the quarterback's going to be. I have no clue. So if Tua is just what he has been, well, Miami is a third place team. I mean, it is what it is. Because if if Tua is what he is or what we've seen, then, you know, that's it. You know, I, I again, I'm not, I, I don't imagine he's going to be able to elevate, and I don't care, and this goes back to the, uh, <clears throat> you can have as much talent in the world, but you have to have a good quarterback. You don't have to have a great quarterback. I mean, you can get by with a, with a decent quarterback if you have a lot of talent. Now, again, I don't know how much, lo- you know, how much long-term success you're going to have, but you can win some games, certainly during the regular season. Um, if you want to win and win a Super Bowl, you have to have elite quarterback play, and I I, I don't know if Tua is going to provide that. No, I don't think he ever gets there. And again, Miami must wake up, well, as in as the organization in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, saying we could have had Justin Herbert instead of Tua. I mean, just think of Justin Herbert on that team now with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle and an improved offensive line and a good defense. That's a completely different team at that point. And and all I've been hearing is, well, now this is how. Tua was successful at Alabama with speedy receivers who could get separation. Okay, uh, I, let me know when yeah. Miami, let me know when Miami's playing Vanderbilt yeah. at any time. Soon. <laughs> I, then, I was going to say, we'll, when are they going to start uh, building their schedule so they can face the Lions, uh, the 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 uh, <laughs> the Bears? Oh wait, I'm just naming yeah, the, the AFC, NFC North right now. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, you, you, that's that's a great point too. It's like, and and that's why, like, you know, it, it's so hard to. Uh, uh, draw those comparisons between college and, and the NFL because it's like, yeah, great, you know, Tua, Tua did all this great stuff. But, again, I mean, the competition is just not even close. I mean, first of all, you know, uh, these colleges pick and choose. You know, yeah, they're going to have, obviously, big matchups because it's Alabama, so you're going to have some marquee matchups against ranked teams and all that stuff. But, I mean, you get to kind of pick your schedule. You know, it's like Alabama's obviously going to have the most talent in a lot of situations or you're – the, the talent balance is way out of whack. So, you know, like, uh, yeah, it's nice, and, and you can certainly accomplish things in college, and it should, you know, hopefully translate to the NFL. But, you know, to sit there and people now say, well, see, this is how he succeeded in college. No, you you bring up a great point. Yeah, well, 
Yeah, this. Let me know when he's playing Vanderbilt. To your point, and Uncle Skip mm-hmm. would be a little little upset because I'm pretty sure he's a Vanderbilt guy. I should probably he's know that. Yeah, I was gonna say I should probably know that if I hope to get some inheritance. Um, at some well, point, there's so. an endowment there in your name as well as his. So you okay, know, I'm good, sure you'll good, you'll good. get into that at some Perfect. point. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a Tua guy. I've never really been fans of small quarterbacks. I just think that you know, give me the six five guy or give me the six three guy or S- small, whatever. The- small mobile quarterbacks. And again, this is I, I'm I feel like I'm pretty consistent with this. That's yeah, that, I, that that's the exact opposite of what I want from a quarterback. I want a pocket quarterback who's who's tall because again. There's a lot of big people in the NFL. You need to be able to see, right. like, don't, like, uh, it, you know, it's uh, it's unfortunate that, like, you know, he has physical limitations. But, like, look, I mean, to pretend like it's not a factor is is silly because, like, we, we I think we talked about this, like, two weeks ago, maybe with Russell Wilson. Um, I mean, who knows? Insert random uh, mobile short quarterback or maybe Kyler Murray. Uh, that, that actually, now that I think about it, I think that's who we were talking about. But, like, you know, you're yeah. immediately – taking away massive parts of the field because of, I mean, just just solely based on your physical stature. And I, I think that's a disadvantage. Now, again, it doesn't mean you can't do great things in the NFL. There's no one saying that you have to be this tall to to ride this ride. Like, you can be a good quarterback. I mean, look, look at guys like Doug Flutie, look at Drew Brees. But, again, Drew Brees had a great career. I, I've seen some people mention him among the league's best of all time, but I don't think he's anywhere close to that and i think look part of his limitations was his size i mean as great as he was he maximized his ability given his stature relative to the rest of the nfl and you know he started his career when when linemen were like a pretty solid three not not a solid 335 but like a a wide and rotund 325 not this you know 325 of all like muscle you know right or von miller chasing you down yeah, from behind yeah. Pretty much faster than you do, and also Drew Brees is incredibly accurate, so he made up for it with yeah, exactly. that. And the thing about the one advantage I'll give Russell Wilson over the other short quarterbacks is he's fairly thick; like he's yeah. he's not small. Well, Whereas I mean, he trains these, twenty hours a day, man. Well, at least so he's got to be you know jacked up at some point, right? You know, I yeah. mean, if I was how about, very, how about yeah, real quick because now that you mentioned Russell Wilson, this reminded me of what he said uh, recently after he got traded. He has this was like a week or so ago. At that point, he had already watched every single game of the Broncos three times, John. That's how dedicated he was. Wow. Three times each. Like that's come on, Russell. Like, I mean, uh, <laughs> I like. I, I, I'm a little biased because, again, I'm not I'm not the biggest Russell Wilson fan, so anytime he says silly stuff like this, I'm obviously always going to harp on him. But, like, dude, come on, man. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to over-inflate yourself. You know what I mean? Like, the, the media is mm-hmm. going to do it enough. Your play is, is, is good enough that you're going to get praise and all that stuff. Stop stop lying. Stop stop getting up in front of the camera and just, you know, blatantly lying because, you know what, it makes me feel like he thinks we're stupid enough to believe it. Like, if he says it, like, uh, uh, what, what's his name on Twitter? Sam Hawk Badger or whatever the hell he is now, you know. You know who I'm talking about, biggest Russell Wilson fan in the world. Um, you know, I, I feel like he's speaking to them saying, like, yeah, and they're, they're going to eat that up. So, oh, he, Russell, obviously, he obviously trained 20 hours a day. And it's like, no, that's impossible. Like, come on. Like, stop it. You know, so. Well, he, he always has the feel of he wants to be the teacher's pet. And I think that was a problem in Seattle, especially early. The likes of Richard Sherman and Bobby Wagner, I think they kind of like chuckled at him. I mean, even when he left Seattle, what, 
two, three weeks ago, Bobby Wagner put something out on Twitter that wasn't exactly a compliment. You know, so and there's a guy who played with him for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how beloved he was by his teammates. I think they kind of got tired of his act. And well, now he's in a new situation, so it might work for a few years. Well, and, and, and look, I mean it... – He's he's an oddball. I mean, we all we all get that. I mean, I don't think. I mean, I think he would even say that he's a bit of a you know, odd person. You know, it, it just the, the way he carries himself, everything like that. He's very corny. very very corny, very corny yeah. with a large side of arrogance. And and like and, yeah, that, and yeah. that's that's what honestly rubs me wrong is like you know it's very not assuming. Like again, he's very soft spoken. So like you know sometimes the 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 just absolute over the top arrogance kind of goes over our heads but the that's right. that's what he is he's and we talk about it all the time there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance and i i think aaron Rodgers tiptoes that line very much um i think russell wilson goes way over that line because you know what happened was when when they went to the super bowls those back-to-back super bowls they won one lost one um obviously russell wilson got a lot of the attention he was a a late round draft pick relatively late round draft pick came out of nowhere you know wasn't expected to start and then progressively brought this team to to two super bowls and it became about him let russ cook you know oh russell wilson this he's this great thing da, 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 da. and i think over time you know that became more and more true although the the reality of it was that that team was truly a defensive juggernaut and early on, that's what they were, and that's why they succeeded. I mean, it's, to me, it's not a coincidence that they haven't been back to an NFC Championship game since 2014. Now, if they were regularly, I mean, you don't necessarily have to win another Super Bowl, but if they were in the NFC Championship game several of the last few years, or maybe they went back to another Super Bowl, that tells me, okay, you know, without this, you know, all-time defense, Russell Wilson can still carry this team. I haven't seen it since. Like he's he's he he puts up nice numbers. Like he has great highlight plays. Which again, I mean, when you when you can show him scrambling around and then throwing that like high arcing pass to Tyler Lockett, that makes up for everything that he does wrong and 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 falls short of, pun intended. So it, it, it's to me, I I'm not convinced that he's a guy that can elevate another team. I think he's he's a really good quarterback that relies heavily on. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. His surrounding cast. And we, we he, he's had some talented offensive players in Seattle. You know, I understand the offensive line hasn't been great, but, you know, he's a guy who, uh, what, two seasons ago got sacked 40 times. 40 times, John. I don't think mm-hmm. Tom Brady's been sacked 40 times in his entire career. I, yeah, again, obviously he has, but you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit to make a point. But, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know about Russell. Yeah, I mean, he had Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Enough said. <laughs> that guy was a monster in the postseason. Mar- um Marshawn Lynch, I mean, we, we already talked about the, the defense. He had Marshawn Lynch. I mean, he had some good receivers. Uh, Doug Baldwin was good. Uh, obviously, we talked about Tyler Lockett, another guy who kind of came out of nowhere, DK Metcalf. I mean, talk about mm-hmm. uh, talk to him about anyone in New England, and he's the greatest receiver of all time because the Patriots passed on him. Um, yeah. It, it, so there's been plenty of talent, and I'm, you know, to be honest with you, I'm blank. There was uh, there was another pretty big time receiver that they had in their early run, and I'm completely blank. Well, he had Jimmy Graham later. At well, he had Jim, Jimmy. Well, <laughs> look, I, I'm not even going to give him. Uh, I, I'm not a big Jimmy Graham fan either. I think he's. I think he's just a big body with tennis rackets for hands. So <laughs> that's that's yeah. That's that's how I think of Jimmy Graham. So. Uh, <laughs> He's a he's essentially a poor man's Travis Kelsey. Like there there was a time where Jimmy Graham wanted you know people wanted to put him up there with Rob Gronkowski, and that's even more laughable in my opinion than putting Travis Kelsey up there. At least I respect Travis Kelsey's offensive game. Um, I think Jimmy oh, yeah. Graham was, I think Jimmy Graham was more a product of Drew Brees than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But anyways, that's 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 beside the point. I know, I know, I know. Our friend Kyle Senra uh, certainly is not a big fan of Jimmy Graham either, so I'm sure he'll agree with me. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, like, look, I, Russell's going to have a good team around him in Denver. Uh, how good? I don't know yet because you know we just haven't seen anything. And you know, I say it all the time: if you're sitting there saying definitively this is what they're going to be, then I, I, I say you're full of bleep because, well, <laughs> the NFL is not that predictable. Um, I mean, look at this off season. Look at game to game. I mean, in, let, let's put it this way: big picture, it's it's a little, it's more predictable. Let's put it that way: game to game, week to week, it's not so much. Meaning, like individual performances, performances against certain teams, so on and so forth. Like, I I think we can look at the the landscape of the NFL and say, well, I I, I think very safely we can say, well, Buffalo, probably Tampa, Los Angeles, the Rams. That is, uh, you know, those are the teams that are going to be in the championship round perhaps at the end of the Mm -hmm. year i mean that's that's a pretty safe bet there you know there's a few other teams in the mix and we're going to talk about them here in just a minute because i i I think there are there is plenty of uncertainty but um week to week we have no idea what's going to happen i mean i don't know how good two is going to end up being with this new roster do i think miami's going to go out and win a super bowl no I, i i don't think so not this year um whether or not two is great or not doesn't matter. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I don't know about his individual performance or anything like that. So uh, what I do know, though, John, um, is two teams, and we're going to get back to these two receivers, uh, obviously Tyreek Hill and, of course, Devontae Adams last week. Um, two all-pro receivers got traded within days of each other from two teams that, you know, last week we're, we're talking about 
those two teams among the the near certainties to compete in champion on championship weekend. I would not bet on either of them right now. And that's that's in addition, you know, we talk about Tyreek Hill, but uh the, the Chiefs have at least added some to to this mix. I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster, he's a, he's a fine receiver. I mean, he's not going to come close to doing what Tyreek Hill did, but the Packers have seen yet another receiver go, and perhaps their second best one in Marquez Valdez-Scanling, who signed with the Chiefs uh, yesterday, uh, late afternoon. So, um, not to not to pile on your guy, uh, John, uh, but go back to his statement that I've kind of harped on all season. Probably, you know, people come to Green Bay to win shit. Well, guess what? He's had two receivers willingly choose to leave in the last year. Yeah. And that's a problem. I like we were sitting there, you know, really trying to figure out how you're going to replace 29 touchdowns and 2,900 yards over the last 30 games. Well, you got to do that now and also replace uh, what Marquez Valdez Scanling. And I know he, he gets a lot of slack, but he was a pretty darn good receiver for this team and, and certainly is going to be missed on that offense. Yeah, I mean, Alan Lazard is now the top receiver, followed by Randall Cobb, who I think is my age. Yeah, um, I was going to say, is is, is uh, Alan Lazard the only receiver? <laughs> the only receiver they have right now, and they, they had drafted Amar- Amari Rogers in the third round last year. He played sparingly, so maybe he'll step up in his second year. You know, there's always Sterling Sharp to come back. He's only 55 years old. Yeah, Greg Jennings, yeah. Donald Driver. Maybe then know, he can the finally Packers. get into the Hall of Fame. Good God. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm a big, big proponent of Sterling Sharp being in the Hall of Fame. He was the second best receiver in football for five to six years, just slightly behind Jerry Rice. He was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they, the Green Bay always seems to produce wide receivers. Now, in the last 30 years, they've had two all-time great quarterbacks, so that's, that's helped. But uh, we have to see what they do in the draft, obviously. They have four of the top 60 picks. I would assume they use at least one, maybe two on wide receivers. I don't know what else is out there. OBJ is still kind of dangling out there, but is he going to go to Green Bay and – be the number one guy. I don't know if he's up for that at this point in his yeah. career. He's probably going to stay with the Rams, or maybe he goes to Kansas City, or maybe he goes to Tampa Bay. Who who knows? It seems like a, there's a carousel, yeah. and every third receiver goes to Kansas City or Tampa Bay, and why not? You play with Mahomes and Brady. So, yeah, no, I, I think that the Packers are in dire need of receiving help. He'll throw to his backs. Uh, Robert Tanyan should be back healthy. He's a good tight end. But, yeah, you need some sort of threat. Um, at wide receiver, especially with Devontae Adams made him so special is that he could really beat you at all different levels, but he was like a first down machine. You know, yeah. when it was third and six, you knew you going well, to him. And red zone even too. Though, I mean, uh, red zone too. He was, he was as lethal a weapon as we've seen in the NFL over the last five years and, and he's gone. Um, so that's going to be tough and, to replace with, and, and that, with one and guy. That's, and that's, that's my biggest concern because, you know, John, the, the, this patent, and trust me, this was very much a, a, a point of conversation during the MVP discussion. This Packers team wasn't, you know, a, a firing on all cylinders offense either. You know, they were they were barely. I think they they literally finished tenth in points. Yeah, and, so yep. that that's concerning because it's not like like look if they were like number one offense last year. Okay, you can you can kind of figure. All right, maybe they're, they're going to take a step back, no doubt. But the the step back's not going to be as pronounced. Like they may fall back to being like the twentieth rank. If you're like the fifteenth to twentieth ranked offense in this league, forget about it. You're not competing for a Super Bowl. 
Because I, I know people sit there, oh, defense wins. No, no, no. Offense wins championships. Defenses right. just help. Like, this, the, that cliche, that old saying, it's just not true anymore. I mean, everything we know about this game of football says, well, it favors the offense and it favors quarterbacks, and it's heavily and it's heavily uh, reliant on having a great quarterback to be successful. Um, you know, someone <laughs> someone made this ridiculous statement, John, last week on Twitter, and and I know I've I've said that plenty of times before that like barely any elite quarterbacks have won uh, Super Bowls over the last twenty years, and I just I I or thirty years, and I I about fell out of my seat because right off the top of my head, I read off I believe it was twelve names that encompass twenty three of the last thirty Super Bowls, and all of them are elite quarterbacks. So. Well, what- one guy won seven. Yeah, well, right, so. yeah, yeah. seven. Peyton Manning won I two. I think, he, I think he's elite. Yeah, he's yeah. I'd say, I'd say yeah. so. Uh, John Elway is in there. He won two. Went to five. Definitely elite. Brett, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger won two. Went to yeah. three. Yeah. Um, who, who, there's several. I mean, I didn't put Joe Flacco in there. Obviously, I mean, come on now. Uh, well, although I tell you, he had an incredible run that year. Oh he no! Well, that, that but that's but that's yeah. the thing. He you could you could argue that his playoff run. Might have been the greatest singular, I mean, one of the best. I think there has been a few since then. But it was. It was one of the greatest individual playoff runs of all time. But no one in their right mind is going to sit there and say, I mean, maybe, you know, kind of ironically saying elite, you know, Joe Flacco is elite. You know, I kind of miss those days. But uh, it's, it's absurd, like, how often... A team is uh, uh, a quarterback is needed. A great quarterback is needed to win. It's not about defense. Defenses obviously come up with big plays, and they're they're the most noticeable, John, because they're as they're they're rarer. You know what I mean? Everyone remembers the interception on the goal line. By the way, Malcolm Butler's back with the Patriots, and that just blew up. You know, talking points for the last five years for some knuckleheads in Boston. But that's besides the point. Uh, <clears throat> those plays are just far more memorable memorable because they ha- happen far less often. You know, Tom Brady mm-hmm. going up and down the field and shredding a defense happens all the time. So you're so numb to that. So he can do that against Seattle, the greatest defense of that, like, five-year stretch, and no one bats an eye. But Malcolm Butler bails the defense out after allowing, <laughs> what was it, 40 yards in about 30 seconds? Like, that. remember that first play before the two-minute warning? Russell Wilson literally just lobbed it to a wide-open uh uh, who was that on? Was it Marshawn? It, it might have been. Lynch. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch. Lynch yeah, the, he took the line, little yeah. wheel route right up the field, and all of a sudden it's like two minute warning, and you're inside like the 40 yard line. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. And, but people will sit there and say that the defense bailed Brady out. And it's like, no, look, people remember those plays because they're more memorable because they just fa- happen far less often. Brady shredding a defense happens every single time he walks on the field. So, um,. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I got onto that tangent about Seattle and, oh, and New England, Brady. but Tom Brady. Brady. But we, we, well, we forgive you. well, no, I mean it, the, the the point. I mean, I, I think the bigger point is is like we talked on Wednesday, uh, uh, kind of focusing more on the AFC and kind of how we see these teams and everything. But I, I would imagine that's that's changed since then for both of us. Like I I I'm very unsure about what Kansas City is going to be because. Here's my biggest criticism, and, and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll eventually turn this into a positive for Chiefs fans, uh, John. Um, mm-hmm. So my, one of my criticisms of Mahomes is that I think he, he's, he's not that accurate. So what he does is, well, he relies a lot on athleticism and Tyreek Hill. 
you know, you throw the ball up. Hey, he's Tyree Kill. What happened in that 13-second drive against Buffalo? Hey, Tyree Kill, boom, 50 yards up the sideline. So, okay, that doesn't tell me he's accurate. It doesn't tell me he, you know, someone, uh, uh, you know, said something about him being a great deep ball thrower. And I'm like, no, he's not. He's just kind of a, look, Tyree Kill's down the field. I'm going to throw it. And, and, you know, how many times, if I had a nickel for every time I talked about a pass where he was wide open and he still had to do like a 180, to turn around and catch the ball and awkwardly run up the field. So to me, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm concerned. That element of the game is not there for Patrick Mahomes now. On the <laughs> flip side, though, it will force him, hopefully, I mean, you better hope that he doesn't keep doing that stuff because then you're going to turn into a lot more interceptions and, and turnovers and bad offensive plays. But the, the silver lining is maybe, maybe it finally forces him to stop with hero ball. And and that's his mm-hmm. big that's one of his biggest problems. He bails on the pocket way too early. He's not accurate enough to to trust himself to to sit there and go through his progressions. I mean, he doesn't read the defense as well enough to do that. And then he runs around and says, "Well, worst case scenario, Tyree Kill is going to make a play." Well, guess what? Right. He's not going to do that anymore. So, maybe it forces him to stop doing that. Now again, <laughs> I'll go back to negative I don't know if he can, though. That's the thing. It's like it's all well and good if it forces him to start playing the position more efficiently. But the other question is, I don't know if he's capable because I just don't think he's that accurate of a quarterback. So what happens when you don't have a receiver who can make up for those inaccuracies? What happens when, over the last couple, several years, Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey have been within the top five, six of yards after catch every single year. What happens when that half of that element or half of that equation is gone for the Chiefs offense? Which, again, kind of like Green Bay, they they weren't a firing on all cylinders unit last year. They struggled immensely throughout the season. And now you're taking away their best offensive player. That's concerning. And I don't know. I, I think Los Angeles might be better than them. And you know what? Las Vegas might be better than them right now. As crazy as that sounds, and we would have probably laughed at that notion even a week ago. Denver, too. I mean, yeah. Denver's added yeah. talent as well. And, Denver, too. I mean, that division is, is insane. I mean, just look at the talent that the teams have added. And Kansas City, of course, lost a, a superstar. But they've come back with a couple of signings at wide receiver. Obviously, that doesn't even equal Tyree Kill. But, yeah, I mean, you're talking about well, well, also, a division where- Factor, factor, factor in Travis Kelsey being 33 years old. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he's been durable, and then he's been productive for six, seven years. So at some point, yeah, the production will will start to wane. But I mean, Derek Carr's the worst quarterback in that division. That's saying that that's a really strong division because he's pretty damn good. Um, yeah, that division is going to be great. You might see 11 and six win that division because they'll beat each other up yeah. and go three and three against each other, and then you'll see it. 10 and 7 team, a 9 and 8, 8 and 9, and it'll be coming down to the wire to see who wins that division. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It, uh, I think it's. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. I mean, again, two weeks ago, I would, uh, you know, we talked about it. I would have said, oh, yeah, no, Kansas City's probably still the best team in that division. I don't think they've gotten better, but, you know, I, I, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I actually think they've gotten a, a lot worse because not only have they lost uh, Tyreek Hill. They're also losing defensive talent, too. And that, that's kind of been lost in this mix here. It's like no longer do you have <clears throat> Tyron Matthew 
um, that that's that's uh, uh, you know that that's gone. You moved on from that. I know they're in the hunt for guys like Stefan Gilmore, which I think would be a good signing for them. Um, mm-hmm. But your your team has been weakened defensively and significantly weakened offensively. And I, you know, like I said, I just have a little cause for concern about what the offense is going to look like. You know, is Patrick Mahomes going to be able to evolve his game? You know, one of the great things about, and, and this is kind of, you know, just another example of putting this whole Patriots run with Brady and Belichick into perspective and how hard it is to win consistently in the NFL. And we, we talked about it over the play, you know, during the playoffs that, you know, this was Kansas City's last best opportunity to win a Super Bowl. And and boy, has that come to fruition more so than I've ever I ever imagined when I said it, John. Because since then, we've seen them, you know, just absolutely not show up in a playoff game for, for yet another year. And now we see this uh, exodus of, of players and, and, and this addition of other players within their division, not just the conference. So um, certainly a lot of concern uh, for the Chiefs moving forward. And, uh, you know, same again, same goes for Green Bay. The good thing for Green Bay is at least they're in the NFC and it's not that competitive mm-hmm. or at least not that deep on paper. I mean, who knows what's going to happen during the season? Um, who uh, again? We, we, you know, maybe Marcus Mariota is just the second coming of Joe Montana, or <laughs> third coming of Joe Montana. You know what I mean? He has a Joe Montana-like career. He goes off and wins three Super Bowls for the fact. Oh, who knows? Who knows? I, I don't know. I doubt that, but um, you, you never know what's going to happen. The point is, I think the NFC is a lot weaker. I might. I, I at this point, though, I only think there's two teams in Tier One. That's the Buccaneers and the Rams. Because right now, I ha- I have Green Bay kind of just floating in limbo. I have no clue what they're going to be next year. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the receivers room, it's it's very shallow. And you're going to need to address that. And it's not easy to count on rookies to connect with veteran quarterbacks. That's not necessarily the easiest thing to do. It's supposed to be a deep, wide receivers group uh, coming out of the draft. But Again, when you've got a veteran quarterback, they, they like ready-made guys, and certainly that's not going to happen when you draft on a 21 or a 22-year-old. I mean, they have the 22nd pick in the first round. That's where Minnesota was able to get Justin Jefferson two years ago. So if you're as fortunate as Minnesota was two years ago, maybe you've got something. But that's a lot to wish for. Yeah, and, and, and when, when you have that urgency and that pressure that, that's on Rodgers, uh, just knowing that his career is, is winding down. Like there's added pressure that like, you know, it's not just like, oh, well, we'll get him next year. Well, who knows if next year is yeah. going to be next year? You know what I mean? There, there's there's that added urgency to to all of this. So, um, look, there, there's plenty of time uh, to, to to make moves. Uh, like you mentioned, the the deepness of the receiver group in this draft is obviously appealing, certainly for for teams like Green Bay and, and maybe even the Chiefs, even though. Ugh, excuse me, I'm boring myself, apparently. No, um, <laughs> I would never do that. I, I find myself very entertaining. Um, no, uh, but, you know, even Kansas City, at least they've made some moves to, you know, replace some of those missing pieces. But even then, it's 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 hard to, to imagine this team somehow being better than what they were last year. And I, I thought they were okay last year, which, again, if, if you're talking about the the Chiefs team of a couple of years ago where they were clearly the top team in the league, or at least during the regular season or, or coming into the regular season, 
that's different. This team was pretty good last season. And even before any of this, we were making the argument that Buffalo is better. I think Buffalo is clearly better now. <laughs> I don't even think it's close. I mean, I, I think we might should start talking about maybe Buffalo and, and another team as the uh, prohibitive uh, AFC championship game favorites because I, I just don't see a way for Kansas City to do it because I can't, first of all, there's no way, I, I can't imagine a scenario in which they get the number one overall seed. Any team in that division, right. first of all. Um, and and I was I was thinking that before they traded Tyreek Hill. Now you know, I'll, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you in December if it's even a remote possibility, and then we'll discuss it. But I, I don't see that happening. And then I don't see them winning three games to get to the Super Bowl, let alone having to do one at least on the road, perhaps maybe mm-hmm. two, and then having to go to Buffalo. So I I just again this is it's going to be tough for the Chiefs. I mean they have some time to um, again. Uh, retool uh, what I was getting at I think uh, before I kind of went on a tangent was that one of the great things about the Patriots run was that yeah they lost players all the time I mean they they went through a lot of these same things they traded marquee players they cut players but the most important thing for them was they were so capable again give credit where credit's due and that's the quarterback from being able to evolve Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Consistently. I mean, how many different... Uh, that, that's why it's so silly when, when people call him uh, Tom Brady's system quarterback because I'm sitting there going <laughs> through the history of his career and you've watched that team go from a conservative run first offense to a you know two tight end now no huddle remember the hurry up like i mean uh that that wasn't necessarily not just hurry up but like controlled uh methodical hurry up offense no huddle uh, is probably a better right. way to, to put it like they started that and then when everyone started to pick up on that they shifted to two tight ends and you can't mm-hmm. just do that you can't just implement an offense because well, guess what? Not every quarterback's capable of literally running every single offense that you throw at him. And that's how the Patriots were able to not only rebuild, but also remain competitive and rebuild. Not just competitive, but like, again, th- that 10 years, we talk about that the drought, the 10-year drought. Eight of those years, they were in the, in the championship game. Twice they went to the Super Bowl. And you throw in the undefeated season and all that. So they were, I mean, you can make the, case that during that 10-year span they were clearly the best team in the nfl and they didn't win a single super bowl that's how crazy that's how crazy good they were but to me i see that i'm like yeah they, they were able to do that because they were so the, the ability to constantly evolve not just season to season john but like week to week like remember in 2010 you, you trade randy moss 
after week four, and all of a sudden your offense shifts from a over-the-top deep ball shot to Randy Moss to middle of the field, attack the middle of the field with Deion Branch overnight. Just like that. Mm -hmm. Boom. And we're talking about teams having to acclimate to do players and all that. They did that at a flip of a hat. And you can, <laughs> and and like nothing was better than you know that I one of my favorite games uh, from their run was going up against Minnesota. Stout run defense. You could not run the ball against them. What did they do? They came out five wide. Started the game. No huddle. Boom. Up and down the field. And and that's what they did. Can Kansas City do that? I don't know. I don't know because their offense. I mean, we 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 praise uh, Andy Reid. Uh, for his playmaking ability, and I think he's one of the best play callers, offensive play callers in the league, and uh, offensive minds. I mean, how much play calling he actually does, who knows? But it was heavily reliant on the skill of Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill because we, we saw a lot of the same things start to play out the last year of Alex Smith. And I, I think most people sit there and say, oh, well, Patrick Mahomes is clearly a better quarterback than Alex Smith. Well, well, no, I, I, I think it's, let's just say if I'm a team, John, I would much rather put all my eggs in one basket being the quarterback as opposed to skill players. And I, I think that's my big picture point. Can Patrick Mahomes be that guy now moving forward? Now he's going to have to prove it. Now he's going to have to do it without Tyree Kill and with a, you know, again, a diminishing Travis Kelsey. So we'll see. We'll see, John. I'll be interested to... Yeah. Uh, see how it plays out and you know going up against that division yeah it doesn't last forever and what the patriots were able to accomplish is pretty incredible and then something we'll probably never see again and as my good friend ron borges often said tom brady was the parish priest he forgave all sins yes because it's just he's the constant who just plowed through with whatever you needed to get done he took care of it um look the man went to a new team in a different conference in the middle of a pandemic and won a super bowl I like it. yeah, like yeah. It, it pretty it, it pretty it pretty much um, it pretty much wraps up a, who he is in general. And you know what else, John? You know what else that doesn't last forever? The show. We have to say goodbye. We have to say goodbye. Um, no, I actually, <clears throat> I gotta I gotta go outside. Maybe go down to the beach, get some sun. I mean, I I'm starting to right, you know right. I kind I kind of look like uh, Nosferatu with hair right now. So I. I <laughs> I, I really, really got to get out there and get some color and, uh, you know, kind of get rid of, you know, make it actually feel like I'm, I'm living in Florida here. But uh, we will say goodbye for the weekend, So which means we have two days off. So who knows what's going to happen between now and Monday. But we will be here Monday to break it all down. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter at Full Press Radio, at Full Press uh, NFL on Twitter. And, of course, go to FullPressCoverage.com and uh, enjoy all the great content. Have a great day, folks. We'll see you on Monday. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.